This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO, Showtime. Do you feel like your streaming services are out of control? Why not start the new year off right and cancel the ones you're not using? Enter the Rocket Money app. Rocket Money organizes your subscriptions by due date and notifies you when something is coming up. From there, decide whether to keep it or cancel it with just a tap. To find out more about Rocket Money, go to rocketmoney.com offer or download the Rocket Money app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. Rocket Money, the finance app that works for you. Mama told me songs on play in the yard. Papa said go and play, you gotta break your stomach on the sweat. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, I thought I'd change up the song again. Do you remember that song from our childhood, from being a kid? Uh, it's, I mean, it, like, it sounds familiar. But... Like HTS and stuff? Yeah. So Vaguely. I, I remember that commercial very fondly from the HTS days. Yeah. Of Orioles, and it amazed me to learn this week with Little Richard passing uh, that Little Richard sang that song for the Orioles. I always thought it was just someone who kind of sounded like Little Richard, kind of imitating that voice. Yeah. yeah, like it seems like it's a really like high profile like artist to do a theme song for the Orioles for yeah. a commercial to do Home Team Sports Network. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I, I guess that's the difference of like media. And celebrities today versus then, like, you're not going to have Taylor Swift go and sing a, a Masson song. I guess it's true, though. On the other hand, I was just scrolling through Instagram earlier today, and I saw Michael Phelps doing some kind of, I don't know if it was body lotion or almond milk. I always get those things confused. But he was doing something. Yeah, but almond milk is big money. Like, <laughs> that's so. a national brand. Michael all right, Michael Phelps. I see Michael Phelps ads all the time on Twitter because I guess he uses some lawyer down here in Jacksonville. Mm. So it's always this weird uh, ad for some lawyer with Michael Phelps sitting next to him. Mm. Talking about how like, he's good enough for an Olympian. Well, and Michael Phelps has used a lawyer more than once in his life. So that's high praise. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I can go down the path of... of ex uh girlfriends and then 
Well, all. he's got in trouble with the law, and like, and like, uh, he's got caught for like what going 100 miles per hour in the inner harbor. Like, he's gotten um, uh, in the tunnel. He's got he's gotten in trouble all before right. with the law. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get, all right, I get you. I met his mom once. Oh, did you? Yeah, his mom was giving a talk about like avoiding drugs and all that stuff. Yeah. So I did talk to his son about that. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. What are you talking to me about it for? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, she was, you know, on a big platform because she's Michael Phelps's mom. So she's giving this speech to all these other moms about yeah. uh, keeping their kids away from drugs. No reference in fact, on there about asking your girlfriends what uh, sexual parts they've got. And in fairness, though, um, to her, I have I, I mean, my kids three and I have no control over what he does. So and anytime he does something wrong and someone gives me a weird look. I say, I don't even know why you're talking to me about it. My kid is raised by Blippy and Daniel Tiger. So if you got a problem with my kid, talk to Daniel Tiger and Blippy about it. Because I, they have more influence on him than I, than I do. I don't know what Blippy is, but I'm okay. pretty sure when you said that, the first thing that popped in my mind was Blimpy, like the sub place. Like I thought you were feeding him Blimpy subs all the time. He, he has Blimpy for lunch every day. Is, and so if he's overweight, blame Blimpy. What is Blippy? I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a, dumb show it's a it's a guy out in california washington or something some kind of hipster who dresses up in in a bow tie so it's, and it's like the modern blues clues yeah but he like all he does is he'll go to like like a park and i'll just go down the slide and like jump on things in the park and talk about it and you know okay. he's, he's like he's like 35 years old oh yeah weird. no my uh my girl watches a lot of that crap where it's like uh 20-somethings and 30-somethings that, like, dress up in super tight clothes and are, like, yeah. playing with kids' toys and doing high-pitched voices and playing Roblox and Minecraft yeah, and acting like they're, like, 10 and making yeah. millions of dollars somehow. Yeah, and I'm sure Blippi's making millions of dollars, I mean, too. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm going to make fun of these people for playing with kids' toys and making millions of dollars, while, meanwhile, we do a podcast about grown adults playing a kid's game making millions of dollars, but, yeah. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, it's it's all well, it's all perspective. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Josh, how hey, are you holding up here? I'm weekly all, update. I'm all good down in Florida. We're on our okay. second week of reopening, and everything's going good. The numbers keep going down. The cases keep going down. Governor DeSantis made an announcement today that UFC went so well in Jacksonville this past weekend that all sports are welcome to come to Florida. Nice. So he said, "I don't care. It doesn't matter where your home." city is you can play your games in florida well and there's been so, talk since forever of moving baseball but also doing a thing with the nba at disney world i guess there's a lot of complexes there yeah, the in that area worldwide around sports. that area yeah exactly right. so i mean um i you know what there's just so many things that play it'd be interesting because i don't know if the nba would even want to play in like a republican state yeah you know, right. like so... at what point did power the nba is weird because the nba like football keeps making announcements baseball keeps talking and then the limelight. like i feel like nba kind of disappeared and had like like they all just went into their into hiding for for the coronavirus and they were like the ones that started the kickoff of shut everything down and i haven't heard any announcement from them about hey we're going to try to start getting back together yeah, actually, Adam Silver, it's funny you said that. Adam Silver, I think today or yesterday, because um, he talked about it on PTI today, made a comment about um, it's not time to say the season is going to be over. Like, we're still trying to play this year. 
Okay. So so he is co- yeah. so he is coming out of out of his basement. Yeah. All right. But well, talking about coming out of his basement. All right. Um, Has he came but, out of the closet yet? I, I yes. No. No. He was. <laughs> he was never neat. He was never in the closet. Okay. But but just update <laughs> I like here. Stumble through that. Update here. Um, I'm done all my bottles of whiskey. I finished them all. Well, I they, I heard your governor today. I heard yeah. your governor say you guys are going to start opening up on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard him say that even churches can start meeting again. Yeah. In Maryland. Yeah, they they said they always they the the caveat that with like while practicing social distancing yeah. or something. Um so I don't know what that looks like exactly. Well, that's what that's like, that's Florida. But, so Florida we've opened a lot of stuff up, but it's like yeah, we recommend you use a mask. We're not going to tell you to use one, but we recommend you use one and then uh yeah, social social distancing, restaurants 50% or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. Relying and, more on the individual to make the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. Letting, yeah. you know, because Trump says let the states take care of it. And then the states say, you guys figure it out. And we're all on our own. <laughs> exactly. So, Which uh, is, yeah, kind of insane. But, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty happy right now because it's things. I know it's not, like, it's impossible to talk about this stuff anymore and it not delve into politics. But things are doing pretty good in Florida down right here right now. And I'm really happy with how the governor handled this. And, uh, you know, it's been weeks and months of people making fun of Florida. And it turns yeah. out that um, our case numbers are lower than a lot of the smaller states. And uh, I didn't have to stop working. Construction's been open the whole time and all that. So I've been pretty, ha- pretty good. Yeah, Maryland was hit pretty good, but still a lot lower than what they initially projected for Maryland. And I'm at the point where, and people have opinions, and that's great. I'm at the point now. I have no opinion. I, I like. I, I listen to listen to to Trump. I hear stories about Florida kind of being okay. I see our hospital. My wife's floor in her hospital was an all COVID floor. Now, like, there's no COVID patients on her floor anymore at all. And is the rest of the hospital closed also? Well, no. Now they're opening back up. So now okay. she's working back on her old surgery unit because now they're doing surgeries again. Right. You, so now they're swamped with surgeries because all those are put on hold. Right. But like less COVID patients than they anticipated. Yeah, because you saw the whole side that they weren't covering in the news about how like nurses were like being given time off and stuff because they weren't as busy as they all projected to be. Right, and all that's kind of BS because like they were reassigning people to like Emily got a bunch of new nurses on her floor right. just for for COVID stuff. But all like surgeries, all yeah. that stuff was just shut down. Well, and that's, so that's no- like mainly what the hospital does. Right. And, and that's- you shut down all of that, like people are going to lose jobs who do that stuff. Right. Which is where it's weird that you shut all that down because like that's how hospitals make money. Like right. hospitals aren't there just for goodwill. <laughs> they're, they're businesses. Right. Right. Um, and that's why there's but – but, but now they'll all come back to work. So. Yeah. No, and I know. Just- it was just temporary. Yeah. But the but, – but, but, but then, so you hear that, and that all seems like good and fine and like Florida's okay and people don't really <laughs> follow hear, the rules there. Right. Then you hear uh, California. Yeah. Then you hear California or you're like you, – you, you hear Dr. Fauci talk about it and you're like, shoot, like this is never going to end. So like I don't – at this point, now, I, whole, I have no idea right. if, we'll, if we won't play baseball the next 10 years or if baseball will start tomorrow. I have yeah. no idea at this and, point. And, and you can't watch the news because everyone puts a spin on it. Dr. Fauci is like, oh, well, if we're going, you got to be careful about opening schools. And then the headline is Dr. Fauci says you can't open schools. Yeah. And it's like, because everyone's just, it's so politicized. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, and it's the, and this is what happens when you politicize things. 
you go to extremes, right? Like there's, yeah, there's it's no either shut down <laughs> or everyone go back to normal when there is like a space in between there right. that we can, we can kind of live and that, in. And that's what I'm saying about Florida. We're living in that space in between where we're being smart about it. We're being conscious when, uh, I'm starting to shake hands now a little bit. Remember how oh, Dr. Wow. Fauci said you will, will never come back to shaking hands. Yeah. Well, in the, in the, uh, business world, shaking hands is coming back in Florida. And mm. I just carry Lysol with me, or uh, hand sanitizer, I guess it is, not Lysol. The Lysol is for drinking, the hand sanitizer is for after you shake hands. Um, exactly, or just write IV right into your veins. Exactly. Do, do, do you ever get a, a skin-to-glove shake? Skin-to-glove? Yeah, that? like if people are in gloves when they shake your hand? Or, or do you go in bare skin to you bare know skin? No one's wearing gloves down here. Okay. Except for like people who work at stores. Like okay. the grocery workers... Who, which again, none of the none of the people at my grocery store got sick because I see the same people every time I'm there. Um, but uh, no, I've no, I shook like three people's hands already this week without thinking about it. But like they put their hand out, so then I'm not going to be rude and be like, "Oh no, you've got germs." I'm going to shake their hand and then just use uh, hand sanitizer. But uh, and both all three times, it's like, "Oh, this is weird," because it is like. People were going to that extreme of we'll never shake hands again. It's like, yeah. no, we're starting – Florida's starting to get back to normal. We had a, nor yeah. we had a normal Mother's Day. Like uh, our parents are down here uh, at their house down in Florida. So we saw them for Mother's Day, had lunch with them. Uh, the ki Our kids are now playing with the neighbor kids again. This all started this week. We just yeah. started allowing this this week. And it's good. It's good that life is starting to come back to normal in Florida. And I think – Maryland, it's going to be the same way. Like you guys are going to be careful about it and be concerned. And then suddenly you'll realize, oh, this is kind of normal. It's normal, yeah. but like caring about health. Well, and that's what I think like the conversation that should be having now is not like shut down, open up. The conversation I think we should be having is, okay, coronavirus is hanging around for a while. How do we live in this kind of new age of coronavirus? Which, How do we live in a, in a proper yeah. and appropriate way? Yeah. Which is the discussion we had at the beginning of all this before it got politicized when they were saying, hey, let's shut down for two weeks so hospitals don't get overwhelmed. Right. And then it turned into two months. And then it's like, now it's like you hear these extremes of you can't walk outside until uh, we have a vaccine. And it's like, no, we'll learn to live with it just like we've learned to live with the flu and cold and cancer and all the other horrible medical things in the world yeah we got to remember that we're resilient as uh as a species yeah so, some more than others and yes uh, um to but to, to wrap up my update i'm out, out of whiskey um i just watched i don't know what season i'm on i just watched the great boy meets world episode where topanga has her 16th birthday the same at the same time um, Corey's has to be at Vader's wrestling match versus Jake the Snake, and so Sean yeah, calls so upon the great Fred Flintstone as inspiration for how to be at two places at once. It's the a classic great sitcom trope. Every sitcom yeah. does that. It's a especially the '90s sitcoms. I'm sure there was an episode of Family Matters where they did the exact same thing. Well, I, no, they did like two seasons of it on Family Matters with uh, Urkel and Stefan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So well, that I see. I was hoping to get an update on Succession because you mentioned last week that you were starting to watch that, and I was wondering if yeah. I should get into that. Oh yeah, I haven't watched it recently. I've been really busy recently. Um, that's why we're doing the podcast on Wednesday, not Monday. But I watched it uh, several days ago. Um, 
And like, there's no reason, Josh, I should like that show. Everything that I enjoy about shows, that show does not have. Right, like, I like a good dialogue. There's no really great dialogue in there. No. I like good redeeming characters. There's no good or redeeming characters in that show. Right. Yet, I keep on watching. See, and this is why you need to give Breaking Bad a chance. You you yeah. always refuse I can't to get watch past the Breaking premise. Bad. I can't get past the premise. Yeah, you got to give it a chance. Yeah. Now's the Though, time. you know, watching a show like Ozark, where I tend to root for... Yeah, Ozark's the same you know, thing. These, You're rooting for the bad dealers. guys. Yeah. Um, um, this, I guess it's true. I don't like the actor on Breaking Bad. I know that's... I've never really which seen one? him. I, just, I don't like his face. Which, which one? The one that won a the, whole lot of awards? Yes, that guy. I've never oh. seen him act before. I just don't like his face. Okay? So that's one of the reasons <laughs> well, why... Walter White? Yeah, Walter White. His face is unappealing to me. <laughs> Give it a try. Give it a try. Um... It's so funny that we actually have some sports to talk about, but oh, we've got to so get all this other about. stuff out of the way. I watched, yeah. speaking of Daniel Tiger, yeah. I got into this weekend the show called Kidden with, okay. uh, with uh, uh, Jim Carrey. Okay, what's sh- the connection with Daniel Tiger? Where he he's like a Mr. Rogers type person. Like he has a kid's program and stuff. But Is like, this a new show? Yeah, I watched two seasons of it. It's like a Showtime show. I'd never heard of it before. Jim was, Carrey? Yeah. I didn't know he was still alive. All right. Jim Carrey, yeah. You know, like Ace Ventura? Liar, liar, yeah, sure. Liar, liar, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he was doing TV. I found it this weekend. I watched both seasons of it over the weekend and Monday, so like three or four days. And uh, I, I was, enjoyed it. it was He's really a weird good. guy. Yeah, it's a yeah. weird show. So... But you want to get into some sports now that we got our TV talk and our Corona talk, virus talk yeah, out of the way? Yeah, the quick updates. Yeah, that's um, I got. There's a, a lot of sports I want to get into. Right. Well, one more update on one more update on my living situation. <laughs> yeah. I haven't spoken to my to my wife in two weeks, and the reason I haven't spoken to her is not because we're fighting. Though I think I I told you at the beginning of this thing where I joked with her that all these babies are going to be born nine months from now, and she said there's going to be a lot of divorces <laughs> right. right after this, and and so we're coming from different angles, but. Um, we haven't spoken two weeks just because I'm, I, I have nothing to say to her anymore. Like, there's nothing that happens eventful in my day that I literally have nothing to say to you, Emily. So, like, we say hi, and, like, you can tell me about your day now. Like, I never would ask her about her day at work. Now, like, I ask her about her day at work, and then, like, I got nothing to contribute to the conversation. Yeah. So she'll say something to me, I'll say nothing back, and then we'll be you, done with our day. You should just call, I got nothing left. You should just call Mandy during the day. I'm telling you, that's why Mandy goes for, like, two-hour walks twice a day and i think it's because she just has to get out of the house because she's just at home with the kids all the time like you yeah know. yeah that'd, that'd drive you crazy yeah. um but, but that's all so so let's get some did you have now. a good mother's day you spent mother's day with her at least right yeah yeah i got her i got her an ipad josh for mother's day that's an expensive gift for a mother's day I know, you're, I know. You're ruining it. If you get her an iPad for Mother's Day, don't you have, like, anniversaries and birthdays coming up? Yeah, but, like... You blew we'll it. Sk- we, we don't give each other gifts all the time. Like, we'll skip... Like, we, like we, didn't give, we didn't give each other anything for Christmas. Like, we'll just skip holidays oh, okay. yeah, but where mother, we don't give each other right. things. No Christmas gifts, but Mother's Day. Oh, and then every oh, now and then... I know then, why. The stimulus. Yeah, we, we had a little extra money. The stimulus got... You got that extra money, money in. So we gave it to Steve Jobs. Uh-huh. Okay. Is she excited? Um... Well, well, no. The thing was, though, it's supposed to come on Sunday. Didn't by Sunday because I ordered way ahead of time. But all the orders are backed yeah, up. Yeah, everything's right? all screwed up. So it didn't come until until Monday. And there was a FedEx truck driving by, 
Um, and Emily was was not home, and, and I saw the FedEx truck, so I took Silas. We ran outside to, you know, get the iPad from the FedEx truck, but it drove right by our house. But I told Silas, you know, I was waiting for the iPad. And so the FedEx truck, it doesn't come. And, of course, when Emily comes home, Silas has to blurt out, uh, new iPad, Mommy? Oh, like, on, Silas. On Monday? Dude. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. You should have said we went to get a box, not an iPad. A box. Well, I was, ex- I was excited about it. He was excited about it. Um, but... But whatever. Um, other than that, though, the okay. Mother's Day was uh, it was really nice. Well, was she surprised that you got her an iPad? Yeah, because you're not yeah. really you're not really known as a guy that spends money. No, or gives gifts in general. That's true. <laughs> you don't give gifts. I usually don't even. I usually don't even give gifts. Yeah. Um, but every now and then, every now and then. I mean, because it's also something that she's because the one we got was like the iPad one, like I don't right. know, yeah, ten know. years ago, and she just always. We're dropping hints, and she's like would never buy it for herself. That's so just one of those things. All right, well that's that's cool. And Mother's Day was an excuse to do it, right? But yeah, I'm, I'm I should have waited. Um, her birthday is in August, and I'm screwed. I got nothing for her <laughs> right. birthday. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, maybe you'll get another stimulus by then, and you'll have some money. Hey, a car. Yeah, well, I think I think the step be... up from an iPad's a car. Yeah. I don't know, iPad. It was the basic iPad. It wasn't too bad. No, the basic it's iPad the basic is really one. nice right now. So I, um, about, she, she hasn't let me touch it. Oh yeah, sports. We so have sports. sports. To talk about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, football made announcements. Baseball made announcements. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Uh, I guess let's get football out of the way. About right. the, the, the Ravens. Ravens schedule. We going sixteen and zero. Did you watch the the schedule show? No, the three hour. Can- yeah. No, I did not. I I okay. saw. I read multiple people saying that we have the third easiest schedule in the league. I see that we have like, like, pretty much all East Coast games, like one game yeah. in the Central Coast. We don't have to go West Coast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I look at the schedule and I say, "Oh, that's a pretty easy schedule." I like the schedule. What's your thoughts, or what they say during the three-hour thing? Oh, I didn't turn it on. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Like the, the thing that sticks out to me is like the last four, four, the last four games against the Browns, Jaguars, Giants, and Bengals. Like that's a joke. Yeah. Um, well, and the four, the four before that are awesome because it's like a Thursday night, a Thursday night, a yeah. bye, a Monday night. Like they're all sp- yeah. like it's all these prime games together, but they're all spread out. Yeah. So um, there's no short weeks. Your your uh, your, your thoughts on Steelers Ravens th- Thanksgiving night? I mean, I love it. I love Thanksgiving football. We went years ago. We went to the uh, Brother Bowl. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Jim John, the, yeah, not the Niners. The, not, I was confused because we saw the Brother Bowl twice. We saw the Super Bowl and we saw the Thanksgiving Bowl. Yeah. So I had a little, I had a little hesitation there, but uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, is that game in Baltimore, Thanksgiving night, uh, or is that in huh. Pittsburgh? That's uh, at Pittsburgh. Okay, because it's a, it's an awesome game to go to because you're already spending time with family. You just take the family up there. The party kind of continues. Thanksgiving becomes like your. Uh, pregame so yeah yeah i think it's exciting i don't i mean yeah maybe that maybe instead of coming home back to maryland for christmas i go back for thanksgiving just for that football game yeah that'd be cool the only thing that concerns me about the raven schedule is five primetime games yeah that's a lot of late nights for me yeah now we know that harbaugh has a good record in primetime and it's and it's totally the lamar effect Oh, yeah, and Lamar will perform, I have no doubt. Yeah, do you think – the game that stands out is the Chiefs game. Yep. 
I think it's September 25th or something. Yeah, the two games I'm most excited about the Chiefs and then the Cowboys in another night game. Yeah. That's a, another thir- a Thursday night game. Right. But the Chiefs I th- is in Baltimore for the first time. I think it's finally the, it's finally Lamar's chance that he, he gets the win. He finally gets a win over Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. Um, I mean, it's I not care more matter. about what we do at the if playoffs. That's, yeah. If that's the one loss, okay, yeah. we can go 15 and one. <laughs> Four, if you want to count the Cowboys there, 14 and two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as we go eight and eight, I think we'll win the division. So, yeah, I'm not worried about the division. I think it's going to be a really fun year to be a Ravens fan. Yeah, I'm curious to see how like Big Ben will be back, right? So I'm curious to see how that goes. Yeah, and I'm um, really excited. I'm trying to find the right words. It's not that I'm excited for Big Ben to be back, but there's something special about Big Ben coming back because he's like the old school football guy. Yeah, and the Steelers are that old school Smash Mouth, and everyone else in the division now is this like fast mobile quarterback type thing. Yeah, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. I don't see it going well for the Steelers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Big Ben, I don't, I don't see it going up well for the other quarterbacks either, outside of Lamar Jackson, to be honest. All right. Uh, is it fair for me to root for Brady now that he's down in Florida? Am I allowed to I, root for Brady and Gronk? I, I, I am more likely to root for Brady than I am for Belichick. Uh, yeah, I won't root for Belichick. There's something really cool, though, about an old quarterback going to a new team. Yeah. And, I, and you know what? I, I always root for I root for pay, Peyton Manning when he was with the Broncos. Right. I kind of root for people who call other people kind of washed up. Yeah. And so they've been calling kind of Brady right. washed up. I kind of root for those guys. Because I did not root for Manning when he was with the Colts, but I did when he yeah. was with the Broncos. Yeah. Or like – Because it's – yeah, these old old people that everyone has said did, that he's done. Yeah. Where did Favre go? The Jets? Now he, he went to the Jets and the Vikings. And the Vikings, yeah. And I, yeah. Like, I wanted a Favre jersey after he yeah. left Green Bay. Me, yeah, me too, but never for Green Bay. Right, yeah. exactly. So I'm, I'm seeing like – Brady come back and uh, and then Gronk come back and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be watching those games are going to be on TV down here. I think I don't know how it works with the Jacksonville market, but yeah. uh, I'm going to be keeping my eye on those games. Yeah, yeah, they should be they should be interesting. It's going to be a fun season. Hey, hey, are you still a student next year? College. Student? I grad. When do you graduate? I graduate in December. All right, good, good, good. Because I'm going to need your uh, student NFL ticket hookup again. Okay. Even though I, even though without it, there's five games I'll be able to watch on Prime TV. Okay. All right. So baseball. Where do you want? Yeah. To, baseball's coming back. Right. Maybe. Do you want to talk about baseball coming back, or you want to talk about baseball that's here? Okay, we can start with the baseball that's here, and then get to the baseball right. that's coming back. All right. Have you watched any of the KBO? Yes. All right. Uh, how many games have you watched? Uh. About 1.4. All right. I've watched part of probably four games. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've watched I, three ga- parts of three games. I turn it on in the morning when I'm getting ready for work. Okay. And I'll watch a couple innings. I turn it on in the morning, too, before South yells at me to turn Blippi on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are your thoughts? What's your first initial thought? Um, okay. I don't know how to put this. Um, I misjudged my love of baseball all right you misjudged your love of baseball i thought i was like desperate for any baseball okay. just give me baseball right. and there's baseball and eh, i'm not that into it all right here's the deal i can't get I, into it i like having it on as i'm getting ready i like how i'm I, I i'm enjoying it i it's nice to see baseball coming up the announcers suck they're not even calling the game 
They're doing yeah, a, when I, they're doing a they podcast. Do interviews with people. Yeah, yeah. They, they I saw Tyler Wilson's wife on there. So, yeah, I was watching that same game. Yeah. I saw Adam Jones on there. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but that's not a that's not commentary of a baseball game. Right. Like I want commentary of the baseball game because that's yeah, part but, of the excitement of a baseball game. Yeah, I agree. And it's hard when you don't I mean, like I would watch any game related to the majors because I know like the players and even I don't know the players, I know like the franchises and kind of the history right. there. Um and I I know someone who's a fan of that team. It's really and, hard to to get into right. another and, country's baseball. And that's where you that's need and that's where you need the announcers to be selling it as the guy goes up to bat. This is an outfielder, he's in his third year, this and that or whatever. And then the excitement commentary of what's actually going on on the field and on the game. Yeah. And, and that's totally like a missing part of baseball, of the baseball game. Yeah, maybe. And like for me, like I could get into the KBO, but it would have to be like an investment of my time and energy and emotions yeah. to like learn the teams and learn the players. And I'm not, I'm not doing yeah, it. I, was I, kinda, I don't care that much. All right. It kind of reminds me of like replacement players. Like they're there, they're bit. playing the sport. But all right, no one told me. I knew it's KBO, so I knew, all right, watch for bat flips and like uh, small ball. But nobody told me the umpires were awesome. Mm. I hate umpires. I want robot yeah. umpires. I've changed my mind. I want <laughs> Korean umpires. The wow. passion, have you seen them? Just the enthusiasm. The enthusiasm with the calls. when they're calling yeah. a strike and they're doing like the lawnmower pump, like they're trying to pull the pull the chain on a lawnmower, and they're yeah. screaming. Yeah, like the umpires have as much passion as the players, and I love that. I don't yeah. need umpires acting like politicians. I need umpires enjoying themselves. It's true. Yeah, we all want to say love with the game. Have everyone should have fun, except for the umpires. So yeah, it's, right. it's good to see the umpires having fun. Yeah, and the fans too. People don't like it with the fans have fun. Oh. Hashtag. Team Wave. All right, we're going to get in a little bit to baseball coming back. I need cardboard cutouts in all my sporting events also. Oh, you're a fan? I'm a fan. Well, we, we're, like, we were I halfway think... there with the big cutout heads, so this is just yes. get rid of the people and put the rest of the body there. Yes, like I think churches should be doing cardboard cutouts for their live streams. I like the cardboard cutouts in Korea. Okay. Can, can I say something also about the KBO without offending anyone? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do I need to find a button to mute you in case it's a racist comment? It's not, it's not racist, but, but I, uh, I'm going to upset our audience. Our Korean um, audience or our audience no, altogether? No, Orioles, our, our Orioles audience. Um, I could care less about, or maybe the correct phrasing is, I couldn't care less about Hyun Soo Kim. That's the only button I have. But that one works. Oh, I, thought because... you, I thought you were about to play the Hyunsu Kim uh, intro music. No, no I, was, like, I, I was looking for it. I don't have it on here. Like, I got uh, Orioles, Locked on Orioles, like a, a, a Twitter I follow because they have a good podcast. Every at-bat, they tweet out the video of every single at-bat from Hyunsu Kim. The guy played, like, less than a season for us, if you add it up. There are other... As far as at-bats go. Yes. He, had a, he, he had a negative war while he played here. Um, but before we traded him to to to, to the Phillies, he's about two thirty for us in two thousand seventeen. The guy was could not cut it as a major league player, and somehow in our heads we've turned Hyunsoo Kim into no. kind of the the god of Orioles baseball. I'm and I, I don't get it. I'm with you. I care more about uh, David Hess, Tyler Wilson, and Aaron Brooks 
than I do. You mean, you mean Mike Kim. Wright, not David Hess? Oh yeah, Mike Wright. Mike Wright. I forgot. We still have David Hess. Yes. Yeah, Mike Wright, not Junior. Who is just straight uh, Mike Wright? Mike Wright is starting either this. I uh, I guess this morning. Uh, Mike yeah, Wright and, is and Aaron Brooks is doing awesome. I've caught him a couple of times. Yeah. So I care more about those guys than Hunsu Kim. Aaron Brooks is who we interviewed, right? Did we interview Aaron Brooks one time? Oh, did we interview? No, who did Aaron we interview? Brooks? No, we no. We, we interviewed a who, guy that they traded immediately. To the Athletics. Tyler uh, Skaggs. No. No, not Tyler Skaggs. Why, why, that, why is that the name that popped in my head? I don't even think he's Athletic. I think he was an angel. Uh, yeah. And, and, yeah. Well, Tyler Skaggs, by the way, um, he's the one who recently died of the. Yes, I know. I know. That's why I'm trying to figure out. We would remember that interview. Why did that one pop in my head? Speaking of players we interviewed, I want to interview. What's his uh, Tyler Kyle Kyle Stowers is the guy. Sure, I from would, the recent, he was from last year's draft, right? Yeah, Outfielder? I would like to get him on section three thirty six if anyone has any connections. Okay, so, why? Because I just caught up this afternoon on all the little Mother's Day videos, and I loved the video. Everyone's making a big deal about the Adley Rushman and his mom because they were talking about Babe Ruth and Adley share a birthday. Did you see this? I didn't see any of the Mother's right. stuff. Yeah, the highlight yeah. is his mom says, "Oh well." You share a birthday with Babe Ruth, and Babe Ruth was born in Baltimore. And he says, oh, I didn't know that. And he, and he made a comment saying, okay, well, just don't trade. And, he, and his mom said, oh, well, it, the Orioles was the, also the first team that uh, Babe Ruth played for. And he says, that's cool. He said, just don't trade me to the Yankees or the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Like, and that got a lot of attention. Right. But, I see what he did there, yeah. Yeah. But Kyle Sanders... And his, him and Stowers. his mom, Scours, sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, it's this Red Bull. But uh, yeah. his mom and, uh, and him, I was like, they, they were awesome. I really enjoyed their little four-minute okay. video. You I want the like, mom on the show, too, or just him? I'll take the mom. Okay, you'll yeah. take the mom. I'll take the mom, right. but I'd like him. So okay. I, like, I never heard of this kid. I've heard the name, but I've never seen him. And he looks like a little surfer kid. And I think that's part of the appeal is he doesn't look like a ball player. And... Uh, he looks like a skateboarder. And I was like, oh, I want to talk to that kid. All right, fine. So come on the show. Um, hey, uh, so are you going to watch more KBO or are you done with it? Uh, no, I'll keep turning on in the morning. Whatever that 5.30 game is, I'm up. Uh, this, uh, this morning, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, wide awake. So it was nice that baseball was there. Mm. I did that the other night. I did that three nights ago, and I watched three episodes of Succession. <laughs> You just told me you haven't watched it in a while, but okay. No, that it was. It was like five days ago. The last right. time I watched, it. probably five days ago. The last yeah. time I watched it was that night where I couldn't sleep. Gotcha. Uh, so no, I'll continue to turn it on, but I'm also perfectly fine if it's on mute because I really don't like the announcers. I think they're taken away from the game, not adding anything. Yeah, there's enough podcasts out there. Yeah, and they're having lots of technical difficulties in their in their video podcasts. I would almost watch when I was in high school. I had a friend, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. And he would um, get VHS tapes of Japanese wrestling. And we would go over to his house and watch VHS tapes of Japanese wrestling. Well, that's pretty and fun. Our favorite part was the announcers. Like right. The announcers were just, you know, insane talking in Japanese. I, I think it would be, be cool to have just the Korean announcers. Or, I think that would probably be better. Or what's the, uh, what's the Japanese show that they would then overdub with American announcers? 
where they were all oh the ninja yeah. or something. Can we have announcers calling call the KBO? Bring those announcers in. Yeah, that's a really good idea. It's probably disrespectful to the KBO, but that's a really good idea. It may be, but I think it would be fun. I don't care what you do; just add some excitement. These announcers are foreign. Yeah, it could be like they're doing with the Jordan documentary, where you can watch the ES on ESPN two, where they bleep stuff out, or you can watch on the ESPN where they throw all the curse words. You could like should choose your announcers or something. Yeah. Uh, hey, did you watch the uh, UFC fight this weekend? No. All right. I was, I've never watched a UFC fight in my life. Me either. But I was tempted because it's sports. And then I turned it, tried to turn eh, it that's on. That's questionable. Well, hey, I, I will not be watching NASCAR this weekend. I know NASCAR's back. And that's not sport. And um, golf. Golf, I'm more intrigued to watch golf. But I, I tried to watch UFC, but it was $65. And I was, I was so annoyed. I was like, you have a great opportunity to get a lot of new people into UFC. And you're yeah. trying to charge me 65 bucks. And yeah. then they said they had a fight tonight, and I tried to turn that on while doing the podcast, and it wants me to sign up for ESPN+. Plus. I'm not doing that crap. Oh, uh, I think I have ESPN+. Plus. Oh, well, good for you. Just saying. Um, all right, so baseball. We got some word yeah. about it might be coming back. Kind of a plan laid out that baseball yeah, presented to the players, right? Middle of June, around July 1st, have baseball games. Which is great, because 4th of July and baseball, like, you need those things together. Yeah. Uh, but apparently this is the report that came out right from the owners and they had to get player approval. And now that discussion's happening. Right. And they kind of put it out ahead of time to kind of seem like to kind of get some grace of saying, hey, we're trying to get it back. If we don't, it's the player's fault. Yeah. Because, uh, but what do you think? So the way it's going to work is 82 games or 80, 80 games. 82 games. Eight, I think like it's a half a season. So I think it, I thought it was 80. Yeah, 82. I mean, 81 would be half a season. Maybe it's 82. I think okay. it was. I think it was. 82 yeah, 80, sounds right. It was 81 or 82. 81 would be half a season. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then uh, 30-man roster with, right. with a 20-man like travel team. What do they call right. it? Uh, that like goes with you, but they're not active for the day. Yeah, Which, that's like describes my high school baseball playing career. Right. Well, I think that's something we've talked about before, not a 20 man, but that we've always thought they should have like a few extra slots that you that travel with the team, but you don't activate them. Well, that's like, what we talked like about sept- when they get the September call ups. Right. Like just say these are the 25 guys that I'm going exactly. with. Exactly. Instead of having 40 men to you could. Right. So you have pitchers all day. Right. <laughs> pitchers all day. Um, so. I, I mean, I like it. I want baseball back. I'm not concerned about. I think we'll, I'm not concerned about health or anything. It's like we'll figure all that out. If we can, if lots of people can go into Walmart and grocery stores together, we can figure out how to get people together to play baseball. I'm okay with that. Um, they want what, play- Josh? Do, do you think um, what's going to be the bigger holdup in this deal not getting done? Players and other people concerned about health. Or there's been some disagreement because the owners want to do fifty fifty split as far money. as the money ca- coming in with the players' sat- salaries, and they're concerned this is setting up for a salary cap. Um, that's, I think that's going to be. You think it's going to be a money money. issue as a more more than a health issue? I think it's going to be a money issue. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I think health. Everyone's going to be okay. I think. So I, I think just you read... might have certain states that are kind of, that kind of push back, but even like California. 
was pushing back at uh, Elon Musk, and then he, he said, hey, I'm going to open up my plant anyway, and you can arrest me, and I'll go open my plant in Texas. And then they say, oh, okay, you can, you can open up your plant now. So it's all political games. So I and then and then Trump tweeted, uh, "Open the plant." <laughs> and then Elon yeah. tweeted, "Thank you," and everyone crushed Elon for just saying thank you. <laughs> the president agreed with <laughs> what he was saying. That's, <laughs> that's the world we live in. That's made me if, laugh so hard. If, if if President Trump holds a door open for you and you say thank you, you are going to you're get a Trump attacked. supporter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So where's your MAGA hat? <laughs> well, um, that. There was a MAGA hat, little MAGA hat drama during the uh, during one of the Senate things this week. Oh, really? Yeah, they had like the CDC director or something on like video conference because no one's in person. And mm-hmm. like at the first part of the conference, there was a hat in the background that was red, but it was kind of blurry. So there was a lot of drama about what it is. Oh. They couldn't see it in the background. And then it disappeared from the background. Oh, interesting. I like that. Uh, yeah. um, no, no, but but – if if for some reason they, the season does not play and it's because of money, that is a, a travesty. That's yeah. a travesty. That's an I, embarrassment. That's a, a huge red mark on the sport. If they don't do this because health reasons, whatever, right. that's one thing. But if it doesn't happen because of financial reasons, because the owners and players can't agree, that's like inexcusable. Yeah. Um, I think they'll work it out. I think, think so? there's I think there's too much interest on everyone's behalf. Uh, that they'll get it figured out, and they'll get it figured out pretty fast. Players want to play, and all this. Uh, I, I don't give, know. This. I think. Yeah, go ahead. I think they'll give in some to the players' union, something, and they'll work it out. Are I you think concerned? you're minimizing the health concerns. Well, I just saw. Um, I was going to ask you about that because I was yeah. listening to uh, another Orioles podcast this week, and they were very uh, much seemed to be in the part in the path of i can't believe the baseball is even talking about coming back right now it's way yeah. too soon to bring baseball back even though we're yeah. talking about bringing it back in two months yeah and this is and sean doolittle um reliever for the nationals i saw his tweet he has a series of tweets saying like we can't even have this conversation with baseball coming back until all these things are addressed and i really don't care what another Orioles podcast says but when a player right who has a vote in kind of the players union right when, when he says i'm not at all comfortable but, coming back yet for health reasons, like it doesn't even matter if yeah. he really is in health danger. It's what's the perception I, and, and all this stuff. So. I don't even think it's that. I think it's where we started the podcast with. It's all political. I don't. Uh, even, I don't think this is political. I think. I think it's a lot of. How poli- is it political? Like players are concerned about not just their health, but every like Josh. When you play a baseball game, a lot of people are involved because and because, so it's reasonable to no, be concerned. And I understand that, but it's also political, like. Uh, the senator is uh, not wanting to come back because we don't have enough testing for everyone in the world, in the country to get tested every day. So we're not going to waste tests on us. And there is part of that where you got to make sure that you have enough tests that baseball players can use all the tests and there's not, it not take away from normal people. But there, that, that's but an easy solution that an, doesn't be political. Right, that's right. A, for every test we give, we'll donate 10 tests or something. Well, you, you can solve that. No, the problem is making sure we have enough in the country because we, there, we had to ramp up the number of tests. You know, because there's still not enough tests for everyone in the country to get a test today if they want. Because you've got to process the tests and everything. Uh, so there's part of that, but I don't know. I, I think that you can't – nobody knows anything. So to – I get that like there's two paths where you want the one path is like, okay, let's reopen. And the other path is no, we got to shut down until we have a vaccine. 
And when you have news media that's doing extremes and no middle ground, then you're going to have players side with one side or the other because the way the world's being laid out right now, it's one side or the other. There is no middle ground. But Josh, we talked about there is a middle ground. And I think with even yeah. within the middle ground, there can be like oh, disagreement on whether we should yes. whether baseball should be part of life with coronavirus. Yes. And and I agree. And I think, yeah, there's middle ground differences everywhere with that. Where um so yeah, I mean, it's, for, it's, like is baseball essential, right? Like how how necessary is baseball? Right. And that's that's sure. And I don't know, maybe you'll see some players that choose to not play this season. I think the players union I think will work something out. But I don't know. I mean and and what can happen is what happened with the NBA where one player gets it. You can't shut down the whole league for a month, right? Right. right. And you got to figure out you how you handle deal with it. Right. You got to figure out how you handle that if uh if if a player on the Yankees gets it and the day before they were playing the Orioles and tomorrow the and today the Orioles are playing the Braves and how do you work all that out? There's lots yeah. of question marks about how you figure all that out. Um and I don't know. I think we'll get there. I think July is far away. It's another two months. We've only been dealing with this for two months. So it's yeah. like if I think that we know a lot more about this virus and how to live with this virus now than we did the beginning of March. And I think we'll know even more by July. It's kind of my approach. Yeah. I, I think that's true. And there is like this whole summer thing. There's a lot of questions out there, right? Like what effect summer will have. Right. So I think we'll have and, some more answers there as well. And you got to remember the news media has been focused on New York and New York and New York got hit harder than anywhere else in the country. And there's right. some parts of the country that have barely been touched. Right. And, and all, and we don't know why that is necessarily. So like, we don't know if it's the, if the warmer weather made it not get, hit us hard in in Florida or what it is. We don't know any of that yet. There's still a lot we're learning about this virus. Yeah. But doesn't that unknown, Josh, make you want to fall back on precaution until like, uh, you know what you're dealing with or no? Not for me because I don't like to live my life scared. But, but this is something that's optional, right? This is not like your job. Um, this is something that's... Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's... I... Yeah, it's not my job. But it's a job for a lot of people. And if you don't have sports for a year, that destroys the economics of baseball. It destroys the economics of uh, everyone who covers sports. It destroys like the economics of ESPN. You're seeing Disney and the movie industry fall apart because of not yeah. being able to have movie theaters. Losing billions Disney of dollars. Disney is sure, losing yeah. billions because of this. So yeah. all that stuff has a ripple-down effect where yeah. we can say, oh, it's just a game. But it's a game worth billions of dollars that employs hundreds of thousands of people. And then yeah. off of that, there's so many, there's millions of jobs that then rel- live off of that. So if you can start to come back, it also does something where if you can come back this season without fans, it means that we don't, we can, we're ready for next season to try to come back with fans. Yeah. Yeah. It makes, yeah. And then there's a, a, a psychological factor here too, I think for, Americans and sports yes. and feeling uplifted by sports and if, and yes. hopeful. So I, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, there's a lot. Of, I think there's, I just think it's a complicated issue. It is. There's a lot of play here. It is. Both from the financial side and um, the health side. Though I tell you what, what I've already seen starting to happen, and this always drives me nuts. And this is why I can't, 
I mean, and this is again political here, I guess. But like billionaires, as in or millionaires, as in owners. If if baseball doesn't happen this year, everyone blames the owners. We've already seen. I mean, on Twitter, people hate rich people, right? And, and baseball players, if you're playing in the majors, you got money. Yeah. If you're playing in the minors, yeah, you and, don't have money. <laughs> but if you're playing in the majors, you got some kind of money. Yet right. um, the owners obviously have more money than you. So if there's any disagreement, fans immediately go and blame owners, right. which always drive me nuts. Well, it's the same thing we're seeing outside of baseball where it's blame – where we had a couple weeks ago with the, with the small business loans and everyone attacked like Ruth Chris Steakhouse. For, yeah. for taking money without giving into consideration that, hey, that big business hires thousands and thousands of people. And these yeah. baseball owners are the same way. Like, they're not in it to make money, but they're also like, they need that, that money because they pay a lot of employees, they pay a lot of people. So I get that. And even if the players have to play for a 50 split, they're still getting money. They're still. Like, making an income when we have the highest unemployment rates in the country. And the yeah. fact that you can sit there and say, no, I'm not going to play for 50-50 already shows that you're in a good enough space that you can afford to play for 50. Yeah. What, what do you think about uh, Teixeira's comments? You see that where Mark Teixeira was saying he, he, if he was still playing, yeah. he would play on pennies on the dollar Yeah, uh, just to play and give hope to Americans. I think there's a lot to that because I do believe that having baseball back – does a lot for America. Um, I feel like we talked about this at the very beginning of this thing when we were like comparing it to 9-11 and how baseball coming back really uplifted America. So yeah. I think there is something to what he's saying, but I did see another player retweet that and say, like, be angry about that comment. That is so dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so said, I don't know. I don't know who you are, but that is dumb. Um, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, another player who says, "I don't know who you are, to Teixeira." Yeah, but no, he's he's saying, "I don't know." His, his tweet was like something like, "Everyone has a side of their story, but just reading that tweet, you you are dumb." But right. but um, and Mark Teixeira, I think, is dumb not because of that tweet, just because his name, because he's Mark Teixeira. Well, and, and we've seen we've seen videos of Mark Teixeira and stuff. He's not the smartest guy, but sometimes older veteran players understand that where Teixeira is old enough to understand what we were talking about with baseball and the healing process after big yes. events. We saw it in and Baltimore after the Freddie Gray stuff. We saw baseball kind of locally be a bonding thing and a, and a, and a thing like and a health and hope mechanism. So a younger kid doesn't remember that. And it's, and it's okay for a season you know, take a little a pay cut. I think the minimum wage for a baseball player just stood up is five hundred and fifty five thousand dollars. Five hundred and fifty five thousand dollars is oh. the minimum salary. So you're telling I me mean, how long are we working before we make five hundred and fifty five thousand dollars? Well, I know We're that a, a lot of years. I know that none of those guys got stimulus checks, even if they were yeah. making fifty percent. Yeah, I know they get make more than a, a teacher or a nurse do. I, exactly. I, 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 I know that much. And so much more than any, a bartender or a waiter. Who's and now I, losing her jobs? Yeah, I never sympathize with with owners, but I don't sympathize with players here too, crying about salary caps. No, this is a one year coronavirus, right? <laughs> once in a lifetime kind of situation. Like, suck it up and 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 play for less, and yeah. and let's get and let's get 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 about our business. So we didn't get to some of the details on the field about uh, what do you think about 
how they'll play only the East. So they'll play the AL East and NL East, and that'll be who the Orioles play. I don't know. I haven't really gotten that far right. thinking about it, to be you honest. You like the idea of it? It's, and then it's going to be a universal DH. Yeah, which well, I want universal DH. I've been wanting exactly. that for years anyway. Well, that's then that's my baseball. thought is like, is this just a push towards universal DH? Um, and then uh, expanded playoffs, which again is something baseball has been wanting anyway. Yeah, good for the Orioles. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, I haven't seen if they're going to push robot umpires for behind plate, like they were talking about before um, with some of the other things. But I wonder, how does, have you seen anything about will this count? Uh, how's this going to count on like their player's clock? Time yeah, time? they're saying th- this year will count no matter what. Oh, I don't like that. That's what I heard. I don't like that. I wish this year would not count. Because I remember the big talk at the beginning of this thing was like, if there's no baseball season, what will happen with Mookie Betts, who was just traded for all those prospects uh, to, to the Dodgers with one year left. And they said he'll be a free agent at the end of the year. <laughs> so the Dodgers would have traded all their prospects to get Mookie Betts wow. and never get to play him. Like, that wow. would suck. Yeah, I'd like, no, I saw, I'd like yeah, to see it, them do something where it doesn't count for uh, young players because there's going to be no minor leagues this year. So I was hoping, like, since you think that's no, a done deal, no minors. Yeah, I think that's a done deal. That's the whole point of the twenty-person travel team or whatever. Okay. Um. So with no minor leagues, I'd like to see the Orioles bring more young guys on the road with them, and like yeah. you know, like oh well, since you can't develop in the minors, we'll just develop you this season at the majors. Like it would yeah. be a lot of fun to see Adley Rushman and uh, Dylan Tate and guys like that that. Bubble guys, and then Adley, I throw in there just because the excitement of him, who's maybe not, who's not major league ready, but because it's such a weird year, you could bring him up and use him. But if if his clock starts, they won't do that. Yeah, I wonder if there's a middle ground there, like arbitration years count, but maybe for young players, the the clock won't count against. Right, I'd like to see them do something where I'd like because I feel like it would be better development wise to have Adley with the Orioles. Then at home with his dad playing catch. Right. Sure. So. Um, you know, I was, t- I was kind of defending the owners a little bit there, but let me throw the owners under the bus and tell you why they're terrible now. <laughs> this this, this five-round draft is utter nonsense. Oh. oh, yeah, and it's to save like a million dollars a team or something. It's crap. But the dumb thing about it, Josh, like I don't, I don't – and maybe I'm missing this. Maybe I'm missing this. So they want to eliminate – like what's the draft normally like twenty rounds or something? And they talked 40. about reduce forty, and they talked about reducing to ten, and they said no, no, let's reduce to five right. to save money because you don't have to sign all those yeah. players on all those rounds. Yes, but what I don't get, and I, I get that I get how you have an immediate savings of millions of dollars. I get that, but what I don't get is baseball is built off young talent. Yes. who is playing on these kind of rookie-type, for lack of a better term, rookie contracts before they get to arbitration and before right. they get to free agency. And so, like, that's – they make you – like, the, the key to being a good team and staying under budget is to have a bunch of got young players who have yet to reach their latter years of arbitration. Right. now, And so by doing this, you, in the long run, could be hurting yourself because you are you are going to have less kind of players filling those – Low salary spots. Well, after right? after the fifth round, everyone's a free agent, and you can yeah. go and sign any of them. But there's a cap of twenty thousand dollars is the most like signing bonus right. you can give the player. 
So what's going to happen, Josh? Is the richer teams are going to spend a lot, and the teams that want to save money are going to not spend. Well, I don't think I want. I mean, and, and, and or, that may be true, but I think the bigger start's going to happen is anyone who's going to be drafted, projected to draft, or even because in the, in the baseball it's different. You can be drafted and not signed. Right. Um, but anyway, anyone who's not drafted in the first five rounds is going to choose to go back to college. Because if you were a six-round guy, you're going to make more than $20,000. So you're going to go – unless you're a senior, you're going back to college. If you're a high schooler, you're going to college. If you're, you're a soft, freshman, sophomore, junior, you're going back to college. Maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, it is. Uh, it's just a fact. A ton of players are going to go back to college and start for 20000 Because they know next year they'll get drafted and they'll make a lot more than that $20,000. Maybe. So I mean, there's next a lot. year's draft is going to be off the hook. Right, but then you also have guys that don't want to go to college or don't want to go back. or, um... But those are like 20th and 30th round, round guys. Not, not a te- top 10 rounder. Yeah, I guess no. so. It's very weird to cut it at five and I'm, not I'm go 10. That. Yeah, at- and I'm just saying, I mean, all the guys who are going to sign for 20000 are not going to be your top talent guys because those guys would choose to go back to college. Yeah. I, does that have anything to do with the fact that college did not play this year? That you're, that, yeah, yeah. Does that have any effect on I, I don't know how it? that – yeah, how does that work? Like if, if – was, was there a season at all? No, no season at all. So they – I think the do they NCAA get an year, has huh? already given them uh, like an extra year because that year oh, doesn't yeah. count. So all the seniors can come back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this draft's going to be good. Next year's draft is going to be great. This year's draft is going to be a joke. Maybe, yeah. Um, and is. I think it's kind of it sucks for the for the Orioles because we're trying really hard to rebuild our farm system, and we finally have like a good scouting system in place and a good GM to scout good players. And now we can only yeah. scout. We can only draft what seven guys. Yeah, so I don't sucks. know. I feel like there will be some guys we sign for that twenty thousand dollars signing bonus. Okay, fine, but. but. I, I think they're going to be 20th round ta- talent, right? not what, 10th round talent. What round was Alex Murphy selected? Um, I don't know. I want to say like third or fourth maybe. Because he got like a – he okay, third or fourth, so in these top five. Because I remember he got a couple million dollar signing bonus. Yeah. He got a decent signing bonus. Right, his salary sucked, but he got that signing bonus. Right. He could live off. For right, a while. and that's what the, exactly. That's how he right. So he could buy a new, a big truck and continue. See, to live Josh, with his look, no, he, he would. How I, 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 I uh, gave him more credit than he deserved. He was round six. So that's what I'm saying, Josh. You think a guy who can, is going to be drafted round six is going to sign for twenty thousand dollars? When he made when Alex Murphy made all that money being drafted in in the sixth round, get out of here. Yeah, that that is uh, that that is strange. All right, Alex Murphy got a $275,000 bonus. Okay. To convince him to, to buy him away from his Wake Forest commitment. Okay. Right. So that's 10 times what. Um, then the $20,000 20, $20, is ridiculous. That number's way it, too low. That's, it's a joke. That's what I'm saying. So every player is going to go back to college. Yeah, no one's going to sign for that $20,000. you are right. Um, unless, unless you don't think you'll be drafted next why, year. Why is the limit so low? It's dumb because 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 they want. I guess they want everyone going back to college. That's stupid. That's what I'm saying. That it's does hurt, that does hurt the Orioles. Then you're right. So I don't think any of the guys they signed for twenty thousand is going to be worth anything. I I could see maybe like just make them all free agents. Maybe you can make that that argument, right? Right, like and then they sign for whatever. For whatever, like it's free agency for for these kids. 
Um, but twenty thousand is 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 not going to be enough to lure any talented players yeah. out of college. Uh, unlimited think. undraft sign-ins for twenty k. Yeah. Why? It's a joke. That's stupid. That's so weird. Yeah. You would think twenty. You make twenty k like the minimum. Like you can sign everyone, but you got to start them at twenty k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the floor of the signing bonus. Last year, six round slots. Last year, the six round slot value was between three hundred and two hundred thirty-seven thousand uh, dollars. Yeah. The last pick of the tenth round last year got one hundred and forty-two thousand signing bonus. Yeah, think about that. The last pick of the tenth round. And now we're talking about if you just missed the fifth round, okay, you can get twenty thousand. Yeah, no one's gonna do that. Hey, Kyle, I, I, like me, I I do that, but but Kyle, no no talented player will do that. Yeah, Kyle Stowers just followed me on Twitter, so look yeah. for him to come to the podcast soon. Oh, you think it's a sign? It's a sign. Yeah. So, um, any more thoughts about baseball coming back? It'd be nice to have uh, real things to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, certainly, there's like the discussion is moving that direction. So I think every week we get closer to to knowing. I mean. Josh, if you put a percentage chance that baseball would not happen this year, what percentage chance do you think that there's no baseball at all this year? I will go 5%. I'm very positive okay. about baseball coming uh, Very, yeah, positive about baseball coming back. Okay. How about you? Um, I'm a little op- less optimistic than you. I mean, we're, the starting point is half a season. So I feel like it doesn't take much to push half a season to – I don't yeah. know if you can play a game right. a season at sixty games or fifty yeah. games. And and all right, and my five percent negative is because baseball made another announcement this week that they canceled the world or postponed the World Baseball Classic for next year. Yeah. And yeah. that seems really in one way it's like, oh, well that's not till next year and you're already making the decision. But I understand why they're doing it because it's people from all over the world. So it's a whole bunch of countries that have got to get their stuff together. Yeah. Though it and, seems like a little, other countries are a little bit ahead of us right now. Yeah, but like the Olympics pushed back until next summer. So you want to push back at least past the uh, – you don't want to be the same year as the Olympics. Let the Olympics go, and then you can come back. Yeah, I, I would put it at, as I think there's a 40% chance it doesn't happen, that baseball season doesn't happen. So I, I well, think you're more there like, will be – You're more 50-50 but leaning positive. Yeah, I, I think there will be. But, again, I would not be shocked if, if they can't work this out and there's no season. It's just a lot of logistical things to get through. But I hope there is. I hope there is. Yeah. I there will be. I hope so, too. Very confident. Yeah. All right. All right so NASCAR, who, who are we cheering for this weekend? Um, is that um, Dana? What's her name? Is she still racing? Dana. Oh, I don't remember her name. I, th- I, th- I think she switched. I think she's racing something else now. Uh, I thought she retired maybe even, too. Maybe so. I don't know. I'll root for Jeff Gordon. I don't know. I've been to uh, Danica Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, but I, but I, I, I've been to the Indy 500 before. Like it's a NASCAR race is an awesome event to I, go to. Wait, you went to the Indy 500? Yeah. Like when they were actually doing the 500? Yeah, it was maybe 10 years ago. Okay. I went with, I don't know. Yeah, about 10 years ago. Went with friends in college. Yeah, I actually, have a friend in college okay, who goes there every cool. year. I was, I was very tempted to go to the Daytona 500. Until I looked at the ticket prices, and the tickets are very expensive. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll yeah, go. I'll go. Uh, one year. That's also where I had my first turkey leg. 
500. Like a Renaissance festival, turkey legs. Yeah, well, that's, that's what, I guess it's a thing. They had turkey legs. Yeah, King's I guess you drink and, beer all day and, and turkey legs supposed to, supposed to, I don't know, soak up all the beer you drink all right. day. Yeah, right. That's why we have it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, I don't know. Did you want to wrap up the show or do you want to talk about some podcasts? <laughs> we can talk. I'm all for Oh, I want to talk about podcasts because you jumped on the bandwagon of Adam Jones podcast, which I saw some stuff about, but have not checked it out yet. And you got my attention by telling me that his guest was Dan Clark. Yeah. Especially since, uh, who was it? Was it Britt Giroli this week that called Dan Clark out? Yeah. And, and all, and then all yeah, of a sudden Clark, he's on he Adam Jones about, podcast. About that, he talked about the situation, about the situation a little bit. Uh, full, full disclosure, I'm talking about podcasts. Let me first give, give a shout out to our boy, Jimmy, who now has his own podcast called Bleacher Birds. Yeah. You check that out. Josh, did you help him with that? I helped push him in the right direction, but I have not okay. listened yet. Okay. I because listened somehow to I keep miss, I keep missing his tweets, and then I forget to go back and check it out. Yeah, I, it's not I, on iTunes. Can we put it on iTunes? It may be easier for me. Yeah, I'll help him out. I'll help um, him out. We'll take care of it, Jimmy. It was pretty good. He has a co-host named Matt, which is a solid name. And it's pretty good because Jimmy is real sarcastic, and Matt's more of a, a straight guy who doesn't kind of put up with his sarcasm I almost turned the show off and i'm kind of jimmy's kind of dead to me because um he mentioned us but we were the third podcast to to to, to mention us he mentioned another baltimore podcast and then he mentioned right. uh nate mcleod hit the foul pole all right so before he mentioned our podcast so bird's eye view is his boys and then uh nate mcleod hit the foul pole i have not checked out but i know uh that's what's his name's podcast that's I, matt pine that's matt yeah. pine's podcast yeah it's a good podcast I yeah to it. i haven't checked that one out yet uh that's yeah. one of the ones that just sprung up this year uh see i would if i were to name another orioles podcast i would go with jeff arnold and brett hollander's podcast because i'm enjoying their oriel magics podcast a lot but yeah uh all right so let's talk about podcasts oh yeah and well, anyway i'm i'm you're talking about adam jones and had dan clark on his podcast yeah joe's podcast called he's um, I don't really understand it, but the, but, <laughs> but Dan Clark, I'm a fan. And I know this again, I already said, I don't like Hyunsoo Kim and I'm tired of all the, all right. the puppies we getting. And I don't like, I Dan, like Clark. Dan Clark. I like Dan Clark. Okay. You guys can hate me. You can, you can call me whatever. I like Dan Clark. I find him entertaining. I think he's a little bit crazy, which I like. He's a little bit out there. He's kind of, you never know what's going to come out. I like that. I think he's, he's kind of fake and hypocritical. I like that. Yeah. So like every, everything about him everything you like about me. Everything you like about Dan Clark is the same reason that you won't watch shows with, with, guy, with bad guys to root for. But, I know. And like the fact that he's just such a villain on Twitter, I like that too. Like he is, he is that villain that I'm rooting for. Um, and so you, I just find him endlessly entertaining. Did, did, all right. He was on Adam Jones podcast, which yes. is weird and all, but anyway, you said he got into the Brit Giroli thing. Did he get into the thing where he promised everyone that he would like delete his Twitter account? If Adam, if Manny Machado wasn't traded to the Yankees or whatever it was, and then well, I, he didn't delete it, and everyone got mad at him. I, I don't want to turn this into a Dan Clark apologist podcast, but he did like delete it for a little while, and then he came back. He's done that a few times, which yeah, I like. That's, like not the, Clark, that's not deleting your account. He he did that after Bricioli too. He deactivated his account, yeah. and then came back. That's not that's deleting your account. Move. If no, I knew how to do that, I would do that. That's not like deleting that. your account. That's knocking the door and not answering the door when someone knocks for two days, and then going coming yeah. out. 
You're just That's jealous because he has more followers than you do. Uh, but but no, he didn't address it. And Adam Jones is under the impression that he is a member of the media, which is also hilarious. But Adam and Jones like, should know better. And they asked him. They asked, This was my favorite part. They asked him. And I'm making fun of Dan Clark a little bit because, like, <laughs> because he's a knucklehead. Because you have to. Because you have to. But I still, like, I love Dan Clark. He's just so entertaining. But – they asked him, like, who's his favorite interview? Like, talking about players. Like, you, you know, you're in the media. Has he interviewed what anyone? To interview? Well, I don't think he has. I don't think like, so either. Because he said his favorite interaction was when he went on the Brett Hollander show. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, yes. I've never seen and that him was interview his favorite. a player. Yeah. And so I don't think he ever has. So, But he went on the Brett Hollander show one time. And so that was, like, his favorite experience about, I, like, with Baltimore sports. Which, you, is, uh, which made me laugh. You and I have interviewed more Orioles than Dan Clark. Yeah. I we think have. we've even I think we've even interviewed more media people who cover the Orioles than Dan Clark. Yeah, we've had more media passes than Dan Clark. Yeah, had. totally. Yeah. Um but it just it made me laugh. But I don't oh, I'm just I'm going I'm going to upset everybody here. Um Heckle D's is the name of Adam Jones podcast. It is You know, not C. for C. you. Sebastian Sebastian has a podcast. Yeah. With and he kind of reminds me a little bit of Adam Jones. If um, Adam Jones was like I don't know, funny and, and entertaining, he would be like CC C. Sabathia is. Okay, but what CC Sabathia has going for him is he's got that co-host. Who's, is a, Ryan who's a, Yeah, who's an announcer. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really a broadcaster. Good. He's great. Yeah, Heckle D's uh, Adam Jones on his podcast has some kind of fanboy, some kind of Yahoo guy. No, it's his it's his brother-in-law. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's his brother-in-law. Okay. But it's like clearly not a professional. Okay. Like it's just not a professional. All right. And so and so it's two guys. And I'm so the the sound quality isn't good. The interviews aren't good. Like the flow isn't good. Nothing about it is good. Do I need to reach out and help him out? No. Get get, get him hooked up with some squad casts? No, no, here because here's the worst thing, Josh. This is the worst thing about it all. Adam Jones. I don't I love Adam Jones as a baseball player. But an hour is too much talking. I love Adam Jones as a baseball player. He's just not that interesting. I just, I don't care. All right. He's just, he's boring. All right. I'm going to check it out this week anyway. But. And, and, like, and, and, and Josh, we did, we disagree on this because we've had conversations before about Adam Jones as like a manager or something. Yeah. And I think he has no future at that whatsoever. Right. I don't think he has the baseball kind of savvy to do that. Gotcha. But whatever. But um I I just did you listen to him on the on the uh talking about podcast now on Adam Jones went on Tory Smith, who I just found out had a new podcast. Did did you did you hear him on the Tory Smith podcast? No. Because no. that made some news. No, I haven't. Okay. Um, Tory Smith, by the way, yeah, love Tory Smith. Yeah, I like Tory Smith. He's got a Bert, voice for podcasts. Bert always told us that he'd get Tory Smith on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, and we and we, and we, we should have because he has the voice for podcasting. Hey, should we get he Tory smart, Smith on here? Engaging now that Bert's gone. Yeah, why, why not? He has right. his own podcast now. Yeah, um, and it's just and like and Tory Smith's whole thing is talking about like social issues. So he talks a lot about social issues. Okay, um, and Adam Jones talking about social issues is really good. I don't like Adam Jones talking about baseball, to be honest, um, or food. He talks a lot about food. But when um, he talks about social issues, I think that's Adam Jones at his best. Yeah, and um, I, I agree. And that's like I saw uh, because of the conversation of these games without fans, there were starting to be some articles and conversations about that Freddie Gray game 
without fans, yeah. and it would talk about the Freddie Gray situation and stuff. And I'd love to see Adam Jones talk about stuff like that. Yeah, and and so listen, so listen to this podcast, Tori Smith. But it made some news because the majority of the conversation was great about social issues, and but but the but the beginning of the conversation was just kind of chatting and about like what happened in Baltimore. Um, and Adam Jones so profoundly keeps on saying so like he's adamant about it saying like you know it's a business and fans are still kind of you know attached to this me as an Oriole, but you guys need to let it go he says it so strongly that it's so obvious Adam jones has not let it go like he keeps <laughs> on saying like the fans have let it go when it's All so right. obvious it's that it's he's the one who has not let it go yeah he keeps on saying over and over again how he's not bitter and it's so obvious he is so bitter. Like, <laughs> like he said it so much. You 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 protest too much, Adam Jones. Like he's trying to uh, make it like sorry, he was here for whatever, twelve, ten, twelve years or whatever, so he's Mr. Oriole for a whole generation and he wants the generation to stop that. And it's not that we're wrong. It's he wants like people to stop being his fans. Yeah, yeah, like get over people. When really you know he's like it's like him telling himself. Like he needs to get over it, and he can't like get that. So he kind of right. uses the fans as that kind of representation. Then why he is he ha- talking about himself? Then why is he having Dan Clark and John Mioli as his guests on the podcast? Josh, I just who are f- both Baltimore guys, right? Because he's still extremely attached to Baltimore, and I think his brother-in-law lives in Baltimore. Yeah, because his, and, and his wife's from Baltimore. And when this is all said and done, Josh, when he retires, he's going to try to come back to Baltimore and do so with Baltimore. Right. And for what he does for the community, all that's awesome. Um, but he's still bitter about them not offering him a contract. And Torrey Smith said he said it was the same with him. Like he was – after his rookie right. contract was up, the Ravens didn't even offer him a contract. Yeah. And it was like, all right, it's a business. Yeah. Um, but Torrey Smith is like cool with it. He's come back to Baltimore. And- He's fully embraced Baltimore now. Well, and big um, I think the same will happen with Adam Jones, hopefully. But a big difference. Torrey Smith – before he was even a Raven, was like a Baltimore product, a Maryland product. So yeah. fans were already he behind also, him, like uh, like Stefan Diggs. Everyone's yeah. behind him in, in Maryland. Yeah, we're like our Maryland guys. Yeah. Um, and Torrey Smith also won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Um, That's true. Which, if Adam Jones won a World Series, we would we would still love him. I think yeah, actually Jones, we still do love him, but yeah. And that was the news also that broke. Adam Jones talked about how they were close um, in 2014, and how they like went to management, and they said we just need a, a starting pitcher, and they couldn't get that deal done, but they did get Andrew Miller, but then you had some injuries happen, and it was just yeah. they I mean, became we a short. They said that was the best year that we could, yeah, the closest year we came. Yeah, it was, was 2014 when we had the uh, what year? Did, that yeah. was the Chris Davis Adderall. Yeah, that was um, Chris Davis Adderall. Uh, t- 2012 is when Machado got hurt and Davis got hurt, and we or and Weeders got hurt. Yeah. So those were the. I think 2012 we had an even better chance, except for injuries. 2014 was Zach Britton in the bullpen, right? Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. It's all. But anyway, it was just. I mean, that's a really good podcast. You should listen to. Is um, um. You you just said it's a horrible podcast. No, no, no. I'm talking about the the, the Tory oh, Smith, Tory Smith. Podcast. All right, I'm gonna check out the yeah. Tory Smith podcast first. Uh. And I'll reach out to Tori, see if he wants to come on the show after uh, Kyle. Yeah, I think he's doing really good stuff with this podcast. So, yeah, that'd be a good, a good uh, person to get. All right. All well, right. that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's, I think that's all I got. We didn't talk about-
talking about the I don't know, Damien, the uh, Michael Jordan documentary. I thought it was no. about seven and eight, by far the best episodes. Are they? I'm, beh- I'm behind. I was ahead, and now I'm behind. I realized what I didn't like until I saw it in seven and eight, and that was in one through six, not enough Michael Jordan. Seven and eight, there's more Michael Jordan. Right. Made have we have we gotten into baseball yet? Yeah, seven and eight deal deals with baseball. Awesome. All right, I'll be checking those out this week as well. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Last I checked, we're at 99 five-star ratings. Someone go and hit, go on there and give us, you know, that 100th five-star rating and write us a nice review Yeah, on iTunes. That would be always appreciative. Okay, thanks for adding that, Josh. You can follow me on Twitter. Just helping you out. <laughs> Appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. Where he just tweets at players he likes. Uh, Not normally. The, <laughs> but I'm getting, Either hey, that or uh, poker invitations. Either way. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're like, whatever, eight weeks into this uh, into this podcast without sports. I've decided it's time to try to pull a couple players on. Yeah. I don't know. We ran out of things. I mean, I, we still have more things to talk about today. We just ran out of time. All right. <laughs> you can follow the show at Section 36 Show. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go... Oh. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. Four fans... Bye, fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back. The sun won't always be shining. And some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.